Bishop Joy Bruce and also for Apostle Emmanuel Tabri from Glorious Bible Church. Glorious Bible Church General Secretary. Local Council of Churches Secretary. Good interpreter. Put your hand together for Apostle. God bless you. God bless you, Mama. Hallelujah. Amen. Apostle and Mrs. Apostle, thank you for receiving us. Because when we started, if you had not received us how you received us, we couldn't have continued. And so we are grateful. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I think, please, if you can put your hands together for them. It is not everywhere that a door is open like that. 
And I also want to thank the local council of churches and the GPCC because you also, when he came and took us, brought us, you received us and you accepted. And for each one of you who's here tonight, God bless you so much. Hallelujah. And my prayer is that you see it as this is a time that God has just given to you to just impart something into your life. And we have been talking about fruitfulness. Hallelujah. Amen. We've been talking about fruitfulness. Because because this is a conference about evangelism. Please, can you give Apostle a little more volume? I don't know. Tonight is not uh, as sharp as earlier. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, powerful. And we've been talking about fruitfulness from the point that everybody needs to be fruitful. It is not just a work for a few people. If you think about it, the Bible says that God would that everyone will be saved. And there are seven billion people on this earth. If you had seven billion people to save, would you just use a few people to do the work? No. You will need millions and millions of people, each one doing their part. And the truth is that when you start to do your part, the Lord will surprise you. Tonight, I want to read some scriptures. Because everything is based on the scriptures. For the benefit of those who were not here last night, we started from John chapter 15. And we began to read from the beginning where Jesus says, I am the vine and my father is the husbandman. And then from verse 2, he began to say some very serious and uncomfortable things. He said, every branch that is in me, that does not bear fruit he takes it away and every branch that bears fruit every branch that he prunes it that it may bear more fruit and this is a theme that is running through the Bible. The Bible is so large that sometimes we tend to pick some parts that we like and leave some others or not notice some others. And so let us go to Isaiah chapter 5 and you will see that 
this is something that the Lord has been working on for a long time. Isaiah chapter 5, I'm reading from verse 1 to 6. It starts by saying, My beloved had a vineyard on a rich and fertile hill. He plowed the land, cleared the stones, and planted it with the best vines. In the middle, he built a watchtower and carved a wine press in the nearby rocks. He carved a wine press. He made a wine press, a place where they were making the wine. He made a place to make the wine. Then he waited for a harvest of sweet grapes. I don't know if you're understanding the, the picture that he's drawing. Because the name in, in, in Israel, they have grapes and they, they press the grapes. Uh -huh. And so he's saying that a very good vineyard was um, was was planted. And it was plowed and looked after. And then it says in verse 2 Then after doing all the work He waited for a harvest of sweet grapes But the grapes that came were bitter And so and so the writer is saying something. And he says, you people of Jerusalem and, and Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done for my vineyard that I had not already done? What would I have done that I've not already done? And when I expected sweet grapes, they brought me bitter grapes. Now let me tell you what I would do to my vineyard. I would tear down the hedges. And let it be destroyed. I'll break down the walls and animals will walk over it. I'll make it a wild place where the vines are not pruned and the ground is not hoed. And it will be overgrown with thorns. I will command the clouds to drop no rain on it. 
in this passage the Lord is actually saying the same thing Jesus was saying in John chapter 15 and verse 2 because the Lord is explaining something he said I had this my, my, my vineyard I'm taking care of it I've checked it, I've looked about it, I've protected it. So that, so that the goats will not just come in and spoil it. I've fertilized it. And I'm waiting to harvest some sweet grapes. You might want to think of maybe something that we know, maybe mangoes, maybe uh, uh, oranges, something that we know, any fruit. And you are taking care of it, and now you are waiting for the harvest. Uh, and so when it was time, when he tasted the thing, it was not nice. Ah, exactly. Ah. I have wasted my time, my brave. wasted my money, wasted my energy. And so now he was not happy. And he said, I will spoil it. I will spoil it. I will break down the wall. Now animals will be walking all over it. I will not check it any longer. I will not weed it anymore. I will leave it and anything should happen to it. And it's exactly the same thing that he is saying to us as his church. Because what he's saying is that you and I are trees in his vineyard. Hey. Hey. I said, hey, hey, I'm talking to some people tonight. Many times we concentrate on what we want from God that has not yet come. And so we forget what he has done. Hey, hey, are you there? Oh, we have forgotten you. We have forgotten where we came from. We have forgotten the situations that we were in. We have forgotten. We have forgotten how we were even as unbelievers. Hey. We have forgotten. Now he has brought us out of the unbeliever life. And he has cleaned us. You no longer look like how you were. There are some of us here tonight. You were an alcoholic. Now we are used to drink uh, like there's no tomorrow. Then you met the Lord. And I will share Today, when you even tell your testimony, people don't believe you because you don't look. There's nothing on you that looks like a. a, a I'm talking to somebody tonight. The Lord has picked you up as His vine. The Lord has picked you up as His tree, and He's taking care of you. 
I'm talking to a young lady tonight. Men have deceived you and deceived you and deceived you. Made you as if you are a useless bono mattress like somewhere. And then Jesus found you. And he cleaned you up. And he gave you your dignity back. And he lifted you. And today you are in church. When you tell your story, nobody even believes because you don't look like that anymore. And then he comes looking for the fruit he will get from you. He comes looking for other people who were like you that you have taken the gospel to and brought them to church and he cannot find them. Hey. Hey. You have forgotten the time you almost died. And for no, no reason, he rescued you. Hey. Hey. Are you in the church? Oh, Do you know that God had mercy on us in year 2020? He just had mercy on us. That's all. all the things they said we should do, we didn't do. We couldn't do. <laughs> And in other places, people were dying. Today, Canada is having to accept foreigners. Begging people to come. Because they lost so many people. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, God has done us we, we, are still here. Here. we are still here. We are still here. We are still here. We are still here. Let us, let us, let us be fair to God. I want you to tell your neighbor that complaining is too much. Are complaining as if God does not love us. Hey, I say, God does not love us. I'm talking to somebody tonight. He's looking for fruits. You know, I don't know about you. But me, year 2021, I almost died. I almost died. For 19 days, I was in the hospital. My family did not know whether I was alive or dead. My family did not know whether now, I was alive or dead. Because COVID had caught me. COVID had caught me. And where they put you, nobody can come there. And for 19 days, I lay in a ward. When you sleep, when you wake up, your neighbor has changed because the person has died. At the end of 19 days, I was one of only four people who had survived. It is true, I still do not have all the things in this life that I want. 
But I remember that he must have saved me, saved me for a reason. There's no reason why I also did not go. But it means he'll come back looking for fruits. You also have your story. Somebody you were traveling, the car had an accident, people died, but you are here. You got pregnant, you went to the hospital. Do you know the number of women who die? Either the child dies or the woman dies or both the woman and the child dies. You have gone, you have come. Hey, if you he saved you. He kept you. So that you are go- you will bear the fruits. His vineyard. He protected the vineyard. He took care of the vineyard. Let me tell you something. This nation, we are completely supernatural. The salary that you have. Two weeks. But you are here. And so where did you you Salary no. Two weeks But your children, they are in school. I don't know how we pay the fees. I don't know. Every time you pay, you say, "Ah, where last one? Meet me to have you." This is the last. Hey, but I came to somebody by the glory of God, oh, by the grace of God, by the power of the Almighty. He has taken care of us. Oh. I say he has taken care of us. Oh, he has taken care of us. Your landlord should have sacked you long time. Reverend said, Let me cast over, cast Amen. <laughs> hey, hey, his landlord brought him some bill for the church. When I saw the, the rent, <laughs> uh, Emra, Mihu, uh, uh, Sikano, 